Okay, good evening. This is the second episode of the new Chairman Show podcast. I'm joined by Luke Walsh, who uh, is a name I'm sure is familiar to everybody who's on social media um, and follows Halifax Town. So good evening, Luke. Good evening to you too, Dave. Yeah, well, it's usually the other way around. Right? You tend to be the host and I've come in as like a guest on your shows. But yeah, going to... Obviously, Luke's doing some big things this year and he'll have a chance, obviously another chance to go through what those details are. I know he's trying to branch out more into other things other than the Shearmen. I'm quite happy just to concentrate on one of the what one of the 24 teams that will be in the Vanarama National League next year. So first things first today, uh, and indeed even just within the last hour, we found out where Tyrell Warren has ended up and it's another tree that's been uprooted and gone to Barrow with Pete Wilde. So what are your thoughts initially, Luke, on that move? Very disappointing. Like, I want to be careful with what I say here, to be honest, when you think of someone like Tyrell. But I think it's a, it's a little sly, um, I'll be totally honest, and I'm sure a lot of fans will probably correct me on that. But you think of where Tyrell came in the first place. He came into the side. You know, it was it was a des- not a desperate signing, but it was a signing that I think shocked a lot of people. No one really knew much about him. No other teams knew much about him. And I think he'd been released from uh, his recent club from Boston. So it was a bit of a, you know, it was a bit of a, it was a bit of a gamble. I think bringing in someone like Tyrell Warren to the side, and then it's got to the end of the season, and you would have potentially thought, oh, he could have maybe signed a new deal with the club. So then, if we did sell him, we may have potentially got a fee for him. Instead, he's just you know left the club and gone to Bauer, who, yeah, I, I don't think a lot of our fans are um, happy with at this moment in time, nicking our manager and nicking, now nicking two of our best players. Would you agree? Uh, yeah, I mean, with Tyrell Warren, maybe to put another spin on it, I know he was released from Boston United last pre-season. He had been involved at Oldham Athletic. I mean, not I don't think he was a regular first-teamer, but he'll be somebody that Pete Wilde's known from his time at Halifax and you know, at Oldham and now Barrow. So, I mean, he's he's taken a player to another club that he has known for a number of years, mm-hmm. you know, prior to signing him for town last season. Um, again, it's it's that, like, it's, it's the carrot, it's dangling that carrot of this is football league, this is a football league team, you know. Mm-hmm. Uh, I mean, I've obviously been drawn into my hasty thoughts on Barrow, shall we say, but at the end of the day, they are a football league team and it's it's like a championship player saying, I always want to play in the Premier League. When that opportunity comes along, more often than not, if they get that opportunity, they will take it. If it's, I mean, town, I know we've got into the playoffs, we've had a couple of good seasons, but we're not, we're not like a Wrexham or a Notts County or a team where it, their fans almost demand that they finish at the bare minimum in them top seven, you know, and even beyond that, winning a league or, or whatever. I know, like I said, we've, we've done very, very well, but we're budget-wise, crowd-wise, we're sort of just middle of the road, really. You know, it'd be the equivalent of a manager leaving somewhere, if we're, if we're keeping the analogy of Championship Premier League, it'd be the equivalent of somebody maybe managing, I uh, was finished mid-table, maybe somebody like, Oh, I don't know, maybe... Birmingham City, maybe. Somewhere yeah, like somebody like that. Just somebody who's yeah. mid-table in the Championship at the minute and they're signing for maybe somebody like a Brentford or a team that'll be down the bottom end, but not necessarily like mm. are going to go down. They're going to take that opportunity, especially if it's with a manager they've worked with before. You know, it's not uncommon. It's not uncommon for managers to take players with them to other clubs 
once they leave. We've had a number of managers that have taken more than two two players to, to Halifax Town from previous clubs. Billy Heath brought what nearly his full North Ferriby side. Um, Aspin brought his conference North Harrogate Town team with him when he came in 2009. I know that I know the dynamics are slightly different there, but you know, I mean, even the high-profile managers look at people like Neil Warnock, and obviously Harry Redknapp's become a bit of a parody himself of you know Peter Crouch, Nico Cranshaw. He has that crop of players that seem to follow him everywhere, Jermaine Defoe. And Warren's, like I say, getting back to it, Warren's somebody that Wilde has known for a number of years. It's a little bit more expected. Billy Waters is have we covered did we cover Billy Waters in one of our, in one of your videos that we did? I, think I don't we, think we, we have to be honest. You haven't done, I haven't been on um my podcast doing uh, no. stuff for a while, but yeah. We'll cover it. We'll cover it on this one then, yeah. just to make sure. Because he's obviously the first the first striker to score twenty goals for town in a season since Lee Gregory, and he's done it at the same level as well. Yeah, to um, be honest, um, yeah. when you think of the players we've lost, you think of Warren as a player. I He was one of my favourites as a player, especially as we went into the season further. Yeah, I agree. He, he became agree. more solid at the back, more consistent. You know, so a, a winger would take him, on, take him on, beat him, but then he'd be, his recovery was brilliant. To be honest. One of the best players I've probably seen down at this year. For that recovery, um, once once um, you know he's been beaten to get back and regain possession. Um, Billy Waters for me is probably the biggest loss. You think of twenty goals yeah. a season. You know that's a hard you know, shoot to fill, isn't it? When you think of someone like Billy Waters, twenty goals. We yeah. saw the effect when Lee Gregory left the club. What happened then? And then the, a few seasons later, we, we got relegated. Um, and this is what's happened. This is what usually happens. I'm not saying we're going to be getting relegated because I don't believe that for one minute. Losing the two centre halves in Captain Ma and Bradbury, um, I could have sort of seen that coming. We saw a lot of rumours uh, during the January transfer window with Ma, so I probably expected him to leave. Same with Bradbury, but we seem to, as a club, Halifax, always have that strong defence, that solid defence. It's something that seems to have reformed has been very strong defensively. It's been goals yeah. which have been our problem. So it doesn't particularly concern me that we've lost, you know, the two centre halves because I think we can replace that. And if we can keep Deborah, then you know I'm extremely happy with how this window's gone because the only huge loss, and I'll mention it again for me, that I think will be very hard to replace will be Billy Waters because like I've said, 20 goals a season, you know, aside like Halifax Town. It's hard to find another striker like that, isn't it? At any level, replacing a 20-goal-a-year striker is going to be tough, Luke. It's going to be really, really tough. Um, Centre-backs, I think it's put a lot of pressure on the club to try and keep Deborah now. We're losing Bradbury and Ma. Um, it's something I've always sort of scratched my head out. It's like every club's a selling club in the country, but one thing that I've, that, that I've sort of, as I've sat and reflected on it, I've, I've, my mind's often come to a team like Brentford, where the you know what I mean. The, there's people like Ivan Tony, Ollie Watkins that they've yeah. they've been at Brentford. They've gone on to bigger clubs, but the difference is with Town is when we're successful, we lose almost an entire team. Whereas Brentford lose one or two, but they keep like a core there, and then they build yeah. again. I, to be honest, I, I, the only thing I will say about that is, like I'm like I've mentioned, I'm not too upset with the players that we've lost. I think we've done incredibly well so far if we can keep it like this to keep this squad fairly together you know we've still got Warburton we've still got Slew we've still got Green 
Summer field has contract negotiations going on as we speak. You know, there's been no information about him. And we've still got Jesse Debran. There's been a lot of rumours and speculation from the likes of Huddersfield. Yes, he could yeah. potentially go, but it was a big statement from the club, you know, suggesting that there's no plans on him leaving the club either. You know, we've got senior Johnson still with us, you know, a safe, comfortable goalkeeper that you can rely on at the back the majority of the time. You know, the only, like I've said, the only big loss for me is Billy Waters and you know, the, the signings that we've made so far, and I'm sure we will come on to them in a little while, they've been strong signings when you actually look into the background of the players and what other teams have said about them too. Yeah, I mean, we've got Jack Hunter, haven't we? I suppose yeah. first and foremost, I covered him on the first podcast, but it was very brand new at the time. So, you know, we've had feedback in the Courier with Tom Scargill's article with, mm-hmm. I think it was Gateshead's equivalent, you know, and he was... <sighs> He was almost like he's not spectacular, but he isn't. You know, I mean, he's going to be solid. He's solid non-league midfielder. You can't see him really going any higher or lower at this particular time. The the major thing there is, and it, and it, again, it's an Halifax Town thing. It sounds like he's versatile. He can play a number of positions. So, which is good. I, I'd imagine we're going to try and yeah. use him as a midfielder, but he can play that's, right. That back. is something we did struggle with last season. He was we used to get shots on positions, and we're having to adjust playing like. Players like Warren, who had to go into the centre half position, you know, yeah. Mark once had to go into midfield. You know, that that was the big problem, I think, last season, which is every season. But you've got a versatile player that, yes, may not be a regular start at the start of the season when we've got a full fit squad. He's someone that can play in a number of positions, and when the injuries do start to come in, he could be a good fit. And yeah, talking a bit about him himself, I've I've had a lot of good reports from Gateshead fans. Obviously, it's been quite mixed, like you've mentioned. The Gateshead reporter said that you know he's just a safe, comfortable non-league midfielder that can't really play at any higher level or any lower. The, on the other hand, there has been Gateshead fans saying that they're very upset to see him leaving the club. Yeah, a crucial part yeah. of their success last season. You know, a consistent midfielder that always puts 100% in. And that, that's crucial at Halifax Town. You know, that's what the fans love to see. A player like Billy Waters, who's just departed from the club, put 100% into every single game. And if he can bring that to the team and up that energy in the midfield when it is down, I think we'll be strong next season. Yeah, I mean, I, I, I foresee a, a respectable season under Millington, obviously. The big thing we're sort of jumping around topics here a little bit, Luke. Mm-hmm. But it's there's there's one of three or four outcomes. Is Pete Wild going to be successful? It isn't really going to work for Millington, or is it going to be the other way around? Is Wild not going to be that good without Millington, and Millington's going to going to kick on? It's or, or are they both going to be successful, or are they both yeah. going to be unsuccessful without one another? You know what I mean? There's there's there's, there's a good couple, a good number of outcomes here, but. Even though we've lost Pete Wilde, I read this on the forum. I've, I've, I've started going on the forum again. I've, I've had a hiatus for a few months because it's usually the forum's a forum. Yeah. Uh, and the somebody Germanet said... The or the Facebook one? The, the shamen.net. Mm-hmm. Uh, somebody posted, and I'm really sorry, I can't remember who it were, but they raised a great point. Even though Wilde's gone and Millington's still manager, we've still probably got the same team behind the scenes that do recruitment. These will be the players that have scouted Deborah, Warren, as I say, probably might have known while from before, people like Spence, you know, all those kind of players. We've still got that infrastructure in place, yeah. even though Pete Wilde has left. 
we do still have that infrastructure in place. Yeah, and as you I, say, I, that there's there's more good news than bad news. You've lost a really solid centre-back pairing and a 20-goal-a-season striker in one window. But we've still, like you say, we've still got those players. We've kept Spence. We've kept Green. We, you know, we're going to get onto Sam Smart in a minute. We've brought in Sam Smart. We've brought in Jack Hunter. Mm-hmm. You know, we're not... We're not almost sweating on deciding what's it's happening. That, we the players that we've brought in, it's that same like cliche of the start of the season where you say potential, which they do. They have potential. You know, we saw last season Billy Waters potential, Deborah potential. Yeah. Um, you know, there's lots more players who, who we brought in who had potential. You know, Ken Spence is another player we've kept him, and I thought he was a first player that we we were going to lose. Like I had some inside information told by an agent who. Was uh, sat near me at a game once. He's only he's only, he was only on two hundred and fifty pound a week. Now I'm not I'm quoting him on that. I don't know if that's you know actually true and reliable. But you know if that's what you're saying, the club have definitely done something within this window to up his wage and you know to keep other player like that. He's definitely had high interest. And the likes of Salford have come into for him as well. That's crucial yeah. from the team that we can keep hold of a certain number of players, which we have done so far in this window. And, like I yeah. said, the players that we've added, yes, they, at this moment in time, they just feel like squad players, maybe making up the numbers and not really exceeded in their careers yet. By the end of the season, like we said at the start of last season, they could be world beaters. And for all we know, Halifax Town could have a season just as successful as this or potentially even better, which is what I'm hoping for at this moment in time. Yep. So, I mean, it's it, it got banded around... You know, as we were finishing third slash fourth, it's the highest Halifax have finished for twenty years. Yeah. You know, it's it's higher than the, it's it's higher than they finished in two thousand and five six. I think they finished fifth that year, mm-hmm. or, or it may have been it may it was fourth or fifth. Um, obviously we haven't made the playoff final, but mm-hmm. all in all, this season has been a very successful year. Mm-hmm. It just yeah. faded out towards the end a little bit, but we'd set the bar so high that we've seen it as an anticlimax when. Mm-hmm. You know, look at the some of the teams we've had to compete with. I mean, Grimsby, more than deserved playoff winners now. You know, now that I can sit back and and, and I, I was able to take in the playoffs after we'd gone, the, the more than worthy, you know, playoff winners. I don't think we can even be felt too hard, feel too hard done by that we lost to Chesterfield. Chesterfield came yeah. a game plan. And it got it. executed pretty much perfectly. And, you know, they, they, they got through. But, yeah. I, I really don't know what to expect this coming year. You know, Millington yeah, first, first, the first first team role, first team coach role of his career, stepping up from being obviously a coach or assistant manager, and we'll just have to see see how it goes. I'd, I'd imagine that Summerfield or Woods, had he stayed, would have maybe have acted as a sort of unofficial player coach. Uh, obviously, he's got to elect a new captain for this team. With, with yeah, that's going to be interesting and, too. Yeah. You've- with the new mm. captain, still not got an assistant manager yet. It's very so, similar to last year, I have to say, where there's unpredictability basically going around the town at this moment in yeah. time. Um, a lot of negativity, which you get every season. We could have kept the whole squad. Um, and let's say we hadn't made a signing yet. We, you know, fans would still be complaining, saying we haven't made a signing, even though we've kept that majority of the squad. But like I've s- said, um, we've we've kept the spine of the team We've got that green, we've got Warburton, you know, we've got Deborah, we've got, we haven't lost a midfield, a crucial midfielder apart from Martin Woods, who, you know, it was more mutual consent. It wasn't, it's not a big loss, I don't think, 
when you think of yeah. his age, 38 years old, I believe he, he is. He's got a role at Doncaster as well. Yeah, he's, he's got, got a role at Doncaster, yeah. So, what I mean, and yes, you, you could sort of tell by the last couple of games that he played and he scored against Aldershot, had a good game there, but you could sort of tell that final, yeah, that final season that he was coming to the end of his you know, career, which has been very successful yeah. on his part. But, you know, we've got the likes of Green still, Spence, Warburton. That that last season, that was the reason I feel we did so well. Of course, the defence too. But, you know, we saw the impact that Green had on the team when he wasn't injured. We started to struggle. Summerfield as well, when he was injured, we, we used to you know, struggle. And that was probably when our downfall happened, them final games of the season against the likes of Aldershot and Stockport. We didn't have them two midfielders uh, in the team. But, yeah... Uh, just talking a bit about the signings, um, Jack Hunter, um, I'm, ve I'm very impressed. I, I think he, he can offer something to the team. And I've mentioned him just a second yeah. ago. But um, I'll, I'll let you carry on. But yeah, Sam, um, is it Sam Smarts who's come from East? I've heard a lot of good reports from their fans. Um, yeah. So I looked at his statistics and they don't look great on paper, I will be honest. However, he, he's, you know, he's He's been in and out of the team of injuries in the past couple of seasons. Um, very likable by you know Eastley, and I, I've heard some Eastley fans say that they, they thought he was going to go on to play in the football league. So, so it's a big bonus for us that we've managed to bring in a player of his qualities if he does um, succeed and live up to the potential, which is what we expect. Let's just see. We let's just hope we see more ins than outs from Sam Smart if he's an in and out type yeah. player. Um, yeah, I know a lot of them said like he scores a few goals, but he's more of somebody mm. that would assist. So we need to find somebody to kind of get on the end of what he, you know, his crosses and his assists and what he's going to bring to the team. Um, so we've, we've sort of covered Jack Hunter enough. I mean, half the Gateshead squad once he'd left had quoted either our welcome tweet or his farewell message to them. They're all saying like his quality, brilliant, great athlete, all that sort of stuff, uh, which bodes well because. You know, if, if if there was any kind of spats, even within a team, they they wouldn't they wouldn't feel mm -hmm. obliged to do that. I have to admit, I, I can't remember. I mean, I only watched Halifax once against Eastleigh this year, and we beat them four nil. You know, I, I can't really remember Sam Smart in their team. He may have not even played that day. I've been told. I have been told by. Uh, I don't know if you watched that new signing interview they did with him, the club. No, I haven't yet. On Sam Smarts. And I remember uh, Wyatt Burns, who obviously does coverage for Halifax yeah. on YouTube and Twitter. Um, he was saying, you know, he was speaking to, I think it was, it to Nalmai was speaking to, um, it might have been Chris Millington himself, actually. Um, and I remember him saying when he walked past, oh, he was a good player, him, wasn't he? That Sam Smarts who were playing. And he's a silky winger. I do kind of remember him playing in that East League game. Um, however, you know, it's, it's a long time ago now, just after Christmas. Um, but yeah, I've, I've seen a few clips of him, and he, he does look like a you know silky player. And some I don't know if you've seen that quote that we put on Twitter, but he said he wants them to turn the fans um, and make it an yeah. enjoyable experience yeah. for him. And that's something that, especially the South Standers like myself and yourself, you know, will will enjoy and will you know take advantage of if, if, it, if it does come off this. Mm. Like, we all, all the Southstanders on on the day, all love the likes of Jamie Allen, don't they, who attack the Southstand with no fear. Someone like uh, Sam Smarts, I'm sure, mm. could impact the same and potentially do even more. Gosh. If Alan Slew and Smart are all on in the same game, I think I'll actually combust. I think <laughs> I'd, I think I'd literally explode with excitement. 
because um, obviously you know <laughs> you know how I feel about Slew, and I mean he he sort of ended the season in quite quite a slow fashion actually, mm-hmm. but yeah, him. Yeah, I know he had that. Um, he had the start of the season quality. You know, he had that period within like the Torquay game, the Christmas period. He looked very strong, and he started yeah. to dip down like that second half of the season. I don't know if it was tiredness or whatever. Like he's not young himself. I know we, we don't really look at his age. He's thirty himself. He's he's not a young uh, player. He's, he's he's probably just above his prime now. Um, yeah, and then as the season went on, you know, it was starting to dip. We're in and out of the team. I think he had an injury period, and that sort of. I think did did that yeah, did season in when that because he, he struggled to get back in the team and get any momentum, and then obviously we had that Chesterfield game at home, not the playoff game, the one when we won 2-0 in the league, and he was something else that game. I have to admit, uh, Jordan Slew, I thought, you know what, he's back to his best going into the playoffs. I'm confident now um, with the likes of Jordan Slew, Kevin Green, Summerfield back, but yeah, it's just a bit inconsistent, and I think if. You give him a run of games and he can get into, you know, into the game. You know, he can be a player that offers an impact. And I think he's the sort of player, if the yeah. team plays well, Jordan Slew plays well. However, if the team doesn't play well, Jordan Slew doesn't play well. No. Breaking news, Luke. I mean, I get my tweets, like as a notification, oh, Town have appointed an assistant manager. Uh, and I've got the article up here, Andy Cooper. FC Halifax Town mm-hmm. are uh, delighted to announce Andy Cooper as the club's new assistant manager. He began his career coaching mm-hmm. with work at a local authority's sports development officer before he obtained his coaching badges. He spent two years abroad working with the Bobby Charlton Soccer School before joining Qatar's National Football Academy, known as Aspire, uh, where he spent he spent 10 years and left in 2017. Uh, gear, mm-hmm. Aspire is geared towards developing future men's national team players that will represent Qatar in international tournaments. Following his decade in Qatar, mm-hmm. Cooper joined Leeds United, where he oversaw multiple age groups within their academy while stepping up as an under-23s coach. After two years with Leeds, he took the role of assistant director of football during the launch and development of Punjab FC, who compete in the I-League, which is the Indian League. However, this experience was cut short due to the pandemic, but Cooper continued the role remotely before leaving in 2021. Over the last 12 months, Cooper has been working as a performance and coaching consultant to various professional clubs and academies, both in the UK and overseas. His qualifications include a UA for A licence, FA Advanced Youth Award, FA Psychology Level 4, and a professional diploma in leadership in sport. So, yeah, quite an impressive resume there. Yeah, quite, yeah, an impressive reference, I have to say. Yeah, Obviously, I don't think either of us know too much about him. Seems yeah. to be like you said, progressing youth and national team players working in Qatar. Obviously, the World Cup's going to be there um, this year, mm. which is interesting. But yeah, um, is it Cooper? I believe you said. Andy um, Cooper. I think Millington. Yeah, uh, Millington obviously knows what he's doing. Employing someone like this, like I said, as a a long reference, I have to say, he's not like yeah. the likes of Millington and Wild. They they'd only had like two jobs before they come in. I think. Wild was Oldham and obviously the Oldham Academy too. Sure, um, yeah. yeah, a shining reference, I have to say, uh, is CV. Yeah, it comes in with quite that. Seeming from that, based off how many jobs he's had, he's worked abroad, seems like he comes in with quite high expectations and he clearly knows what he's doing, working within Leeds United abroad, 
um, playing, you yeah. know, working within national teams as well. Yeah, I mean, Punjab FC in the Indian Premier League as well, he's, mm-hmm. he was part of setting that up. So he's, he, there will have been some aspects of what he did there where he's had to start from scratch. The Qatari job that he's done mm-hmm. will have been from scratch. Um, we've had a message, Luke, on, on YouTube from Hasnain Mahmoud, who has said, mm-hmm. very disappointed that Warren has gone to Barrow. Waters I can understand, but this one hurts. Um, I'm not sure how long you've been mm-hmm. you've been watching our live stream, but Warren has worked with Waters before. Uh, sorry, with Warren before at Oldham, um, so he does have he does have a little bit of previous with Warren. So he's he's took a player with him that he knows well to another cl- club. It's the way that we got Niall Marr when Jamie Fullerton come in with him. Mm-hmm. You know he'd he'd worked previously with Marr at Bolton Wanderers, so he, you know he felt comfortable that he could bring Niall Marr into the club. And I mean he's. From August 2008, he's the sixth highest appearance holder for this club, 171 appearances. Obviously, he's now gone to Grimsby. Mm-hmm. But, yeah, it's – it's um, yeah, we basically we've covered Warren and we're talking about Andy Cooper now um, coming in. Yeah, so, really you know, we can talk about a signing. Andy Cooper, I'm sure, yeah. has administered and passed his own medical also. So, yeah, we haven't had to wait on his medical before it got announced. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, yes. Yeah, I think he might have an impact on signings as well. I'm sure he yeah. knows he has a lot of contacts within the football world. But yeah, interesting appointment. Yeah. I, I do have to say. Yeah, I mean his links with Leeds United's under twenty threes. We as a club, we don't really have a lot of dealings with any of his local neighbours that are higher up. Higher up. No, you think we would though, wouldn't you? Yeah, you Maybe look at you, you even look at yeah, sides like Kings so. Lynn, like they they all. They get players from like Norwich, you know, Weymouth, Bournemouth. Yeah. They have that link with youngsters. Yeah. Um, even like Huddersfield and Bradford, you know, Bradford usually get a lot of Huddersfield, you know, youngsters mm. on loan. And there's never been that relationship with Halifax with Huddersfield and Bradford and even Leeds United has there before. No. When you think of, you know, uh, Leeds' youth academy, Huddersfield's like development plan that they have in place and Bradford as well. Like, the only two names that spring to my mind when I think of players coming through the youth is um, Hansen, I think, was there a couple of seats. He came on loan from Bradford before signing on a he permanent uh, basis. And then there were yeah. also Godfrey or Bibio, I think it was. Uh, now, I think I've pronounced, I think I've got that wrong. I'm getting mixed up. Oh, Michael Obero, you're thinking of, I think. Uh, yeah, I think so. Uh, he signed on loan from Huddersfield last season. Yeah, Mike um, Robero. Yeah, I'm getting a totally different story, mate. Yeah, put it that and way. I'm getting mixed up with a player from the nineties. I've heard him that much in the last couple oh, of weeks dear. on the forum. Um, but yeah, uh, I think it's yeah. I remember watching him play when he was at um, when he came on loan to us, and he only played like I think two games, went injured, and then went back to Huddersfield. And they're the only two loan spells that I can recall. Um, when a player's come and loan to Halifax from like a Huddersfield or Leeds or Bradford. Although to be fair, I've just thought of a couple that were successful and they're both in the same they're both in the same season. We got Ross Hanner on loan from Bradford City and he mm-hmm. scored I think it was seven in eleven games. And we also got Matty Crooks from Huddersfield and he did quite well. I think he might have got he got one goal in ten, but he did really well in midfield and he obviously he's gone on to play for Rangers. He's currently at Rotherham. He may have even scored one of the goals that got Rotherham up this year. We, we have signed Oh no, players. no, he's at Middlesbrough now. He's at Middlesbrough. Uh-huh. We have with signed Wilder, players. who was a previous town manager. Yeah, the crook, Matt Crooks is a midfield central midfielder. Crooks, yeah. Yeah. Um yeah, we, we have actually um signed players from like Huddersfield and Bradford. Um Huddersfield, there was um what was it was it Dern I'm trying to think of. He was a 
wing back. Um, we signed obviously Nathan Clark came from Huddersfield. No, he didn't come from Huddersfield. Sorry, uh, he played for Huddersfield in the played past. Played for Huddersfield. Yeah. Um, there was a wing back, um, Sellers Ryan Sellers. I think he'd been at Huddersfield in the past. Um, yeah, possibly. There was another wing back and all. Um, trying to think now, I can't recall his name, but I know no. they were playing during the Fullerton um, era when they when they came on loan. But yeah, we haven't really had any dealings with uh, like uh, our local neighbours, and to be honest, they don't seem to be fond of Halifax. I have to admit. Are you thinking of Joe Scars? Joe Scars, yes, that's yeah, he it. Yeah, played under Fullerton. Yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah, yeah, yeah. He was a good player. So yeah, there's. The FIFA 23 rumour mills have yeah. started up. They're very much like the Vanarama National League in the no Twitter accounts. Same thing's been said every year, but we're going to cover it since it come up. There's rumours that non-league's going to be on FIFA 23. So we talk about it while it's not been officially confirmed that, like every year, it's not going to be. Wouldn't it be exciting, <laughs> Luke? Yeah, it, it would be, it would be um, exciting. And it's always the same... Um, Media out, media outlets making up rumors, and it you know it spurs out to you know higher YouTubers who are starting to believe. You know, I can I can name some now. I think for a lot of the older generation watching, what relate to any of these that I could potentially name. But yeah, it's always you know your Twitter sources, your Instagram mm-hmm. sources. You know, with high followings making you know foot cards, etc. And it's in high demand. It has been for years at the National League Yards and more now because of how much the National League has grown. Um, and, yeah, it's, 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 you just know it's not going to happen, don't you? Like, There's always some apartment that thinks, oh, imagine, imagine. But they say that. Well, like imagine last an season, informed Jordan Slew foot card. <laughs> foot you birthday. Know what I mean? I'd be combusting again, mate. Like a foot birthday card, uh, potentially. Yeah. A winger um, or... You know, like shapeshifters and players like that. But yeah, mm. an informer, Jordan Slew. Um, you know, he he's yeah. that sort of card on FIFA that you'd love to use, wouldn't you? Yeah. you? Like that finesse shot trait that you can get. I mean, with Wrexham making it onto this season's, I mean, it's like non-league teams have got half a foot in the door. Mm-hmm. Oh well, one team's more than got a foot in the door, yeah. but it's. I'm wondering if they've put Wrexham in just to try and test the waters of how many people are actually players Wrexham. I've played I've played as a, as yeah, Wrexham I, like once I'll, or twice. I'll admit that I've, got, I've done about three career modes with them, just trying to build up to the Premiership because it's a, you know it's a National League club and yeah. yeah I, mean, I think I remember last season it started off the National League was going to be added, all the teams were going to be added. Yeah, they seemed more or less confirmed. Then it, they've saying, oh no, only a couple of National League clubs are going to be offered, and it was. To do to uh, do with the trailer because there were a few stadiums That's in the background. Right. I think Stockport's Barnets was at, uh, yeah. in the background as well, uh, and these are all former National League clubs. Barnet have obviously been on FIFA in the past in recent years themselves, mm. been in the football league, um, and I think then we're starting to think, oh, it's probably just a couple of sides, and I think you know EA were announcing that too. We're going to be like your former mm. National League sides, like your Grimsby's, your Barnets, and then the so-called big sides like Stockport's, yeah. who haven't been in the Football League for a while. And then, you know, it, I think a couple of weeks before, it was just announced, oh, it's Rex and they're the only ones. And you're thinking, oh, it's, it's to do with that Ryan Reynolds and, you know, that, that TikTok yeah. um, link that they've got. And even the Canadian link, you know, it's, I think he are like American, United States, Canadian, something like that. And mm. it's probably that link what's got Wrexham in the game. Um, but yeah, like you said, I'm, I'm hoping that um, it is trying to test it out, how many teams would use them. But 
you know, I've, I've, I know a lot of, you know, football fans out there who, even my mates, myself, who are Huddersfield fans, don't give the non-league any respect, are saying they'd love to see the National League because, you know, these road to glories that you can do starting at the bottom of size and taking them right to the top. Yeah. Um, I think that's something that, you know, your general YouTubers are wanting to do too. I mean, if, if I could pick Halifax on FIFA, I'd never play as any other team. Like, no, maybe occasionally England... Just to have yeah. a bit of a change, but I just wouldn't play as any other team. Mm-hmm. You know, I'd build my ultimate team and just I'd I'd literally go up against anyone in the world and still have bloody Harvey Gilmore in midfield. <laughs> yeah. If I actually could. The thing is that that's the only good thing about there being so many ex Halifax players, I suppose. It's a in good game league. to try and build your your FUT squad as mm-hmm. loads of ex Halifax players. You can have the, you got your, you got your Jamie Vardy, you got Jamie Vardy up front league, Gregory. You can even yeah. have like David Brooks, he's not bad on FIFA. Yeah, Matthew you can you can you can build a full Vardy. team of ex Halifax. Yeah. Uh, a goalkeeper, there's even a goalkeeper, isn't there? Is it East Eastman that Simon there? Eastwood's still yeah. on there. Yeah. Yeah, I think yeah, Oxford. So you can even have your goalkeeper there. Um, Devante Rodney, he's not a bad card to use on FIFA either. Uh-huh. Um, he's on there. You know, there's loads of players you can use. But yeah. yeah, I think not just for Halifax themselves, but for National League clubs, it'd be brilliant. And yeah, like like yourself, I'd probably be only playing as Halifax Town if they got on there. I've, I've even tried creating all the players this season uh, on the customization yeah. settings and creating a club <laughs> with them, uh, creating Halifax, making it look like the Shane. Yeah, I remember having to do all the ratings and stuff. But yeah, they wouldn't be too promising. I do have to say that actually cards being usable uh, on FIFA with Halifax players, unfortunately, if, if they do get added. Yeah, it really would be great. Yeah, we've had no further pre-season news, of course. We've got Cole, mm-hmm. Fleetwood development team behind closed doors, and we've also yeah. got Farsley Celtic away. Um, you know, I'm sure, I'm sure the pair of us will be all over friendlies and tweeting out and retweeting <laughs> once it's there but yeah um we'll wrap the podcast the podcast up uh, the yeah. video cast if you've tuned in the few people have tuned into the live feed we'll wrap it up there we're i'm hoping to to bring this out every week um mm-hmm. depends on what's happening over pre-season it might be a little bit more infrequent over pre-season but i aim to have something out at least once a week and yeah thanks for joining me luke oh, absolutely no problem. Um, thank you for having me on yeah, no worries, mate. Yeah. yeah. And up the share, man. Up the share, man.